Oh, hey, we're on. Welcome we to Free on. Beer Friday. Yeah. Hey, oh my gosh. Wait, no, hold on a second. I see Alicia out there. Hey, girl. How you doing? It's my Z. Yeah. All right, so back to you guys. Sorry, you can't see what's going on behind us, but we are in the wonderful Discovered Inn Welcome Center, and I've got Chad and Nelly with me. Hi, Ben. Hey. You, don't say hi to me. Say hi, Gracie. Hello, Gracie. Nice. Well played. <laughs> Hope you guys got that out there. <laughs> yes. All right. Big Texas Beer Fest, Civil Pour, uh, Brewer's Ball. Yeah. These are your babies. And These are your babies. The Brewer's Ball was oh. for a time. Oh, okay. Time. Let's get into this. We're going to yes. get into this because you guys are royalty in North Texas craft. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves, <laughs> wow. sir. Right? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, I think royalty, that's everything leading up to this moment can define what I just said. Oh, yeah? I think we're fine there. Okay. Yes, but we will get into details about Brewer's Ball as well. But you first, have to be born into royalty. I was not born there. So no. I'm not royalty. Oh, okay. We gotta right. figure out something. So you're else. like a lord and lady. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. The night. Uh, Can I be sir the lord and dame? <laughs> okay, yeah. Go for it. Nail it. It's yours. It's yours. Done. If I had a sword, I'd yeah. give it to you. Thank you. I, uh, oh, I guess I have no. That's where you like tap the shoulder and then you tap the shoulder. And yeah. Then, and then you stab it through the heart, right? <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. That's yes. how they do it. That's why the queen is so well protected now. <laughs> yes. All right. So. For you guys who don't know, Big Texas Beer Fest, the freaking biggest beer fest in the southern U.S., this is y'all's. Yeah. yeah. Y'all started this back in 2012. We did. Well, well started in 11. The company okay. was started in 11, but we had our first event. Right on. In 2012. And it just rocked. Okay, so how many people did we see in that first, that one-day event of beer? This is, it's a beer fest. Okay, so it's a beer fest. Where you guys come in, you get your taste card, you get your cup, mm -hmm. you get to try all of this amazing beer from all of these breweries. Um, what did we see in that first that first year? About 3,800 people. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a table full of Texas breweries, some of them, uh, including Lakewood, that were just passing out um, the, what are those called? Coasters. The coasters, yeah. because they couldn't. <laughs> Because they couldn't legally give away beer. Yeah. Uh -huh. They weren't technically yeah. a brewery. You're talking about Lakewood Brewing Company? Yeah. That's right. That's turned five years I know. Today. Crazy, right? God, that is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we went from that to uh, this year. We just finished our sixth year. <sighs> two sessions. About 8,000 people over two sessions. About 8,000 yeah. people. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That yeah. Crazy. It's been a wild ride. And you've been with us. It's been a From fun ride. From year one, which is awesome. <laughs> it's been a very fun ride, mm -hmm. for sure. We should I talk mean, about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, we can get into that. We can yeah. get into that. Yeah. I, I think I've met some fantastic people, some amazing people. And these, these are folks that you guys know that you, you hang out with, that you genuinely care about, that they may happen to own breweries or work in the industry, but I mean, they're they were friends first. Yeah. And it very much feels like that's that's why this beer fest has gone so wild. Because I, I, well, I, I guess what why do y'all think you've been so so successful at this? You know, I I think there's any number of reasons that people do beer festivals. One would be um, they think there's a gap in the market, and there there needs to be a beer festival. Another would be, you know, we want to raise money for a charity. Mm -hmm. um, and all of those things are great. Uh, another one is, and, and this is, I guess, our mission, is to try to 
you know, build up the small business, build up the local craft brewer, um, support the local charity, bring people together in a way that positively impacts the community. And, you know, beer really is a community. I think it brings lots of people together. And if we can bring everybody together for five hours on a Saturday in the auto building at Fair Park, then why not? Right on. Yeah. Right on. See, it, I love that the comment on community. It very much is that. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I constantly see these these guys working with each other in different breweries or coming together outside the brewery or, yeah, at a beer fest. Yeah. You just made 4,000 friends that day. Absolutely. Like, everybody is super cool. Super cool. Right on. Yeah. Right on, right on. It's the best way to hang out with uh, 4,000 or 5,000 of your closest friends on a <laughs> On a Saturday. <laughs> over over some beers, right? Over some beers. Yep. Hey, oh, cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, and uh, today we're drinking Montucky, of course. That's one of my regular drinks. The Bearded and Monk, the number one Texas account. Yeah, we're the, up there. For Montucky. We are up there, yeah. <laughs> we it's impressive, man, and right here in, in Denton. Oh, yeah. Dude, okay, so Denton is it's very awesome. accepting of craft beer. Yes. Yeah. That uh, everybody... W- tends to lean that way they want flavor they want a little something different um so yeah just having a super easy drinker that somebody can have all day and chad and jeremy did a great job they did an absolutely great job they built a beer that they wanted to drink while they skied and hiked with <laughs> can we talk about snack. how excited i was that you guys had a uh, big ben hef Heck yeah. beard in my- <laughs> i haven't seen it in the area in a while so when i saw it i was like we gotta have that it's, it's the perfect beer for oh the summer it's been our perfect. must have we've yeah. got to have everything from big ben at all times yep yeah oh well in fact when we were back at the shop when we were hanging out mm-hmm. uh lane i'll give a shout out to lane i don't know if he's even watching but he was grabbing the uh the porter as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big like, Ben. Yep. Uh, awesome. Number 22. Cool. Yep. Heck yeah. You like this. The cool thing about Big Ben Hef is the fact that I can have it in a can and it tastes awesome. And then I can pour it out into a glass and it also tastes awesome. Nice. I love that. Yes. It's just a delicious <laughs> so beer options. all the way around. <laughs> can you pour it into a Deja Blue bottle? Is that okay? It would probably <laughs> taste awesome. <laughs> probably. It would taste way more blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how it comes. That's how it comes. Gosh. Okay. So we've... Uh, you guys have done f- six years? A Big Tech Six, six festivals. Yep. It's, you know, there's a year zero in there, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So five right. years, six festivals. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. How was this last year? Because we're the talking best about ever. a yeah, monster I, at this point. It was my favorite. Yeah. Um, and, and Friday was kind of special. I, I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. So this originally started as Saturday only. Yep. And now you guys have expanded to Friday and Saturday. We've added a Friday session. I so sort of think you of You guys Friday get two chances. The, two, two chances. <laughs> yeah. I sort of think of Friday as the uh, VIP session, the whole thing, because we have about half the amount of attendees uh, as Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because, you know, it's tough to get off work, go to a festival, you know, and drink for you know, sample beers for four or five hours. Yeah. So we had about 2,500 people on Friday, which sounds like a lot of people, but when you put them at 85,000 square feet with 120 different brewery choices, there is not a line anywhere. You can go sample any beer, no crowds whatsoever. It's, it's kind of, I think it's the ultimate 
experience just to right go on, on Friday night. Right on, right the, on. Uh, the reps call it friends and family night because they actually get to, like, walk around and see everybody. And it, it's really become like a um, family reunion for them, you know. It's one one day, one event where they're able to all get together and just see each other. And everybody gets to try each other's beers that they have or that they're about to debut that have just, like, debuted at our festival. So it's it's really fun. I love that. Well, yeah. you know, I very much feel when I've been there in past years, that it really is, there are the folks, oh, well, okay, so we should give a background, too, that this, it happens in April. It does. Right? Yeah. Technically, uh, but next year is actually March 30th and 31st. Okay, 30th and 31st yes. in 2018. Remember yep. this, folks. <laughs> and about six months before that, start checking to see if you can buy tickets. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Three months. Three months? January 1st is usually the... On sale date. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There's your heads I up. Want, I don't want to pay the federales for more tax revenue in 2017. <laughs> oh, so. okay. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. So we that's start a really selling good idea. beginning of the year. Okay. Yeah. So right at 2018, January 1st, start start looking for the link to buy yeah. tickets. Okay. So this happens in April, or in this case, this year, it's happening in March. It's happening in late March. Late March. Yeah. Um, I felt like there are the folks that are there to try beer and hang out and enjoy and then they're the industry people. Mm -hmm. And I spent the majority of my time walking around like, oh, yeah, we should totally do an event with this beer. Or, oh, I love this new one. Yeah, you got to get me a keg of that. And it, there are like two sides to this. Sure. There's the industry side, the family and talking and figuring everything out. And then there's everybody there to hang out and party and enjoy. And I just love it. We actually so have an interesting story about what you just said. So when we first started this thing, this guy reaches out to me and he says, hey, I own a business that, um, that does billboards, and I think we should partner up. And oh, I didn't, that's always nice. I didn't know this guy. He just said, I think you're doing some cool stuff. Let's talk. So I met up with him, and not only does he own a billboard company, he also owns Katie Trail Ice House. Oh, so well, that he helps. uses yeah. Big Texas Beer Fest as his tasting grounds when he wants to go find out what beers to put on at the Ice House. They will go to beer, Big Texas Beer Fest. And then try all these beers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a place to go try it and figure out what he should get. Because <coughs> you can find everything. Yeah. Absolutely Pretty much. everything. It's the all-inclusive festival, you know, like uh, it, it excites me when I hear of businesses that go to our festival to find the beers that they want to put on tap because that is like one of our main goals is to promote these businesses and get the businesses to know about the other businesses and everybody to collaborate and have fun. Um, and then it's also for the attendees to come and see what's available so that, you know, over the weekend when they're trying to figure out what the next pool beer is, they're like, oh, I had that one, you know, Martin House Salty Lady over at you know, Big Texas Beer Fest, and it was so good in that sample cup. I'm going to go get some, get some more. of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. See, that's perfect. That it is, is. Well, okay, so you guys, you've been doing the Beer Fest, and then how many years ago did Brewer's Ball start up? That was 2014 was the first year we did that. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Do we want to talk a little bit about Brewer's Ball? Sure. Yeah. And beer Week. Yeah. Oh, oh beer my week. gosh. Yeah. Talk about fun times. Yeah. And we've we've made the mistake of uh, signing on for that every year and doing events every single night. And it's so much fun. But, boy, at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I want to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love you guys. And we end up drinking at the Monk constantly and doing weird stuff and drinking fantastic beer. But, boy, it's just kind of nice when it's over. I just take a little nappy nap. Yeah. 
and ten days of ten days of beer and lots of events. I think we had over four hundred events in, uh, during Beer Week last year. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's but how crazy fair. is it that from the first year of Big Texas Beer Fest, where you know craft beer was, I think, was like just slowly starting up and ramping up, you know, going from that to all of a sudden we have a ten day Beer Week. I mean, it's huge. I think it's been so much fun to watch the cities grow and the breweries grow and to actually have a week more than a week dedicated now to, to craft, craft beer. beer. It's pretty cool. Heck yes. Heck yes. Yeah. And then you guys are the culmination, right? You you installed this super wonderful beer fest at the end of that week. The Brewers Ball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Where did this come from? Why why was that a thing? You already have a beer fest. Well, it's the Beer Week Committee that actually puts it together, um, which Chad is actually a part of, but there's a lot of people that are involved and it's actually uh, very it was never, it was never private enterprise, right? Yeah. So we didn't. Okay. I didn't. Uh, we didn't own Brewers Ball. Mm-hmm. It was always a North Texas Beer Week event, meaning the the North Texas Beer Week sort of owned it, I guess. Mm-hmm. If anybody owned it, that ent- entity did. But now, uh, and, and all we did at the time was we accepted the ticket revenue and we organized everything. So okay. I made sure the brewers were there, and I made sure the beers were there. Uh, we organized with the hotel to make sure the rooms were, you know, the room blocks were in place and those sorts. So the people that were coming in um, Had to get their rooms. Yeah. Cause, well, okay, so this is a beer fest where it's it's very limited. Mm-hmm. If you want your brewery there, you have to bring the owner or, like, the brewmaster, right, mm-hmm. or the lead brewer. Yeah, it's 40 so to 45 brewers. Yeah, it, it, we're talking about guys from across the U.S. Like, I remember yelling at David Walker from Firestone Walker. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And yeah, I'm not going to talk about that good-looking man. It's there are a few a men I have man crushes on, but <laughs> David Walker is one of them. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> it's about a third local, and that's by design. Right Because, uh, you know, the whole point of Brewer's Ball was to, to meet the people behind the, the Behind brewery. the beers you're drinking. But right? it, yeah. you, can, you can drive 30 minutes and go meet Wim from Lakewood. And we love having, you know, local mm. brewers involved. I would like to make a note. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. Wimbins does not exist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's, have you ever met Colonel Sanders from KFC? <laughs> no. He's, when, when Wim shows up, it's just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I'd like somebody to prove me wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong, Wim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my uh, experience you know, is a little different than that. <laughs> but Wim's going to be on here at the end of the month. I, I also do want to give a shout-out to the folks at Lakewood. They are yep. wonderful people, and uh, they're having some trying times. And Tough week. Love them very much. Yep. Love yeah. them very much. Yeah. Definitely so, a tough week. Anyway, you can, you could go and see these local guys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and having local involvement is really important to the thing, because obviously the Beer Week is happening here, and we have to get local brewers involved. But I think the idea was that some of those local brewers could come as attendees. That was our original thought and design. So that if Sam Calagione from Dogfish or David Walker from Firestone Walker wanted to come in, that they'd have a place to go and and see some of the people who started this thing, you know, 30 years ago or what have you. Right on. And that's important, you know, being able to, to meet some of your, I guess, heroes or mentors in a casual evening event. You know, you can dress up fancy. Most people do. Not everybody does, but it's. I put on a tux. Yeah. I did. Kate, I, I did the last couple of years. You guys look fantastic. Thanks, yeah. bro. It, I, I, I had a lot of people looking at us, but it was because of Katie, because she's <laughs> just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it, well, I think originally it was like, 
board shorts and flip flops or tux and something in between. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you had Jeff Fryman at one end of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always at that end of the spectrum. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. That homeless guy. <laughs> Love him. Uh, you know, I do remember that first year um, Derek Rima was walking around in a tux t-shirt, uh-huh. flip flops, and shorts. Like, that guy nailed it. Yeah. He got it. He got it. <laughs> Is he still around? Oh, yeah. What's yeah, he yeah. doing now? He's down at uh, Texas Ale Project, last I looked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was he at Four Corners uh, mm-hmm. for a little bit? Yep. Okay. He was indeed. I'm behind on uh, on that. It's hard to keep track of everybody. Well, man, he's he started helping Barley and Board oh, when really? they were rolling. Yeah. This, If you guys, hopefully, if you're watching the show, you know Barley and Board right over here. Um, yeah, he was doing their first batches as well. Okay. Yeah, in Audacity, he worked with Doug for a while over there, too. Nice. Yeah, so Derek's getting all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Brewer's Ball, this is wonderful. And yeah. So this, that's truly a brand under North Texas Beer Week. Right. Cool. And yeah. are we going to see y'all's hand in that again this November? You know, I'm a, I'm a board member, so I just contribute where I can. I'm not the organizer. Matt Dixon uh, kind of takes care of all of that stuff from Dallas Brewing. You know, he's heavily involved in planning and getting the venue. The venue's moving to Union Station this year, which I think will be a good change. Where is Union Station? Downtown. Okay. So at the terminal, the downtown terminal, where the the buses and trains and things come. Okay. In. Right on. That's Union Station. So that's where it's, it's going to be cool. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, we're helping out the guys at Brain Dead with Brain Dead Festival. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't even think of that. Which yeah. is the day after the that. Held beers. And they just, they they get into their cellar. They pick the most awesome things that are back there. And then they throw the biggest party they can. And we help out. Ooh, and it's love it. been so much fun. This is our third year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Golly, yeah. three years yeah. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is crazy. So, festival, November okay. 4th. It's gonna be there good. it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. God, three years of Brain Dead Brewing. And if you guys want to go look back, we did the interview with that bunch of mess. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was a whole lot of fun. And you know, I think I, I look up to you guys. I don't want to get gushy, but I look up to you guys. I look up to Sam and Jeff mm-hmm. and Drew. Um, and I feel like y'all have been so involved in this community that this, this isn't just beer for y'all. This is very much the people behind it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, is, that's fair to say, right? Yeah. The, the fact that the beverage exists is a great connector, but it's not the purpose. The purpose is the fact that uh, craft beer employs lots of people. It gives people good jobs. People have jobs that they're passionate about. They get to do what they right. love, and there's no replacement for that. I think that's the best thing that I really like about craft beer is people get to do what they love. And whether that means you're somebody who's – you know, sweating in the brew tank and cleaning the, the brew tanks, or if you're the marketing guy, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You get to participate in a really cool community that's giving good jobs. And I mean, all the, the brewers are giving to charities and things like that, too. I don't know. I don't think I know one brewer that doesn't have some kind of charitable event or, mm-hmm. you know, mission tied to, the, to what they do every day. Right on. And that's super cool. I do love that. that yeah. There's, I, I, I pulled a bunch of stats from like Asheville and from Grand Rapids on how craft breweries influence an area. And that's something, well, uh, Turning Point. Turning Point's going through this in Bedford, Mm -hmm. Euless, Bedford, H-E-B. And that's something, I signed that petition and immediately started citing facts. And I was like, this is not, a brewery does not bring in 
uh, a bunch of uh, alcoholics and drunks. It's bringing in people that care about the community, and this is what they spend outside of beer. You know, this is what they spend on hotel and shopping and art in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what they're going to end up donating while they're at the brewery. And I think that's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yep, it is. It's something. I, I think we should definitely say that you're at the forefront of the Denton communities and the breweries. And <laughs> if, if it wasn't for you, I'm being serious now. <laughs> but if it wasn't for you, I mean, I think that uh, a lot of these breweries wouldn't have the chance to grow and wouldn't have the chance to like promote themselves. And Denton specifically is so local centric that um, very much it's so, good. Yeah. It's great that they have all of these. They have several breweries now to choose from that are specifically from Denton. How oh, cool gosh. is that? Yeah, we're up to three with inside in inside the city limits, and then so rabbit hole and whistle. So we've got Audacity, mm-hmm. Armadillo, yep. and then Denton County Brewing from yep. Seth Morgan. Is Armadillo open now? Is there a location? Oh, uh, we're getting real close. Real close. Good. Real close. I can't wait. I think that waiting they for may more news, the, Bobby and Yanni. <laughs> they may hold the record news. for longest time to open. <laughs> <laughs> longest time for beer on the market slash to open. Oh, their beer's been on the market forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. I right? just want to go to their place and like just... I know. We should go sneak in. That's awesome. Cold yeah. action. Yanni, Bobby, <laughs> yeah, can how you do meet we get us in? over at the brewery? We're going to meet you over there after this. Get us in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got those three guys in town and then we have Rabbit Hole and Justin just a stone's throw away and then yeah. Whistle Post just north. So yeah, this is crazy. This absolute post. Crazy. I don't even know about that. Oh, I well, it's time. They, they. I don't think they've been to Big Texas Beer Fest. No, they're super young. Oh, super they're super young. young. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Brian Tinsold, here you go. Talk um. to these two right here. Talk to these two. <laughs> yes. All right. We can have some talks about that too. Yeah. yeah. I'll do some uh, some research. Yeah. There you go. After this is over. Well, okay. So you have to. You guys have been going to breweries. You've been you've been hanging out with these people, drinking with these people for uh, to get to know them and for understanding of what you're doing with this beer fest. You're talking about opening up your own place now. We are. This is going to be are. a concrete location. Dun, dun, dun. What? <laughs> it's going to be 365 Big Texas Beer Fest all the time and <laughs> other stuff. Wait, what's the other stuff though? Coffee. Coffee. Yep. Okay. Coffee. Oh, no, <laughs> do not laugh at that. Do not laugh at that. Oh my we're, gosh! We're not, we can't get political. Oh. Can't get political. <laughs> I think I signed I like something that said face. I can't talk about that. So. You can't be political. <laughs> can't be. <laughs> okay, let's get back to coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking about a coffee beer place. Yeah, this is gonna be awesome. This could be absolutely. All right, so name. Let's let's hear it. Civil Poor. Civil Poor. Yep. All right. And where's this going to be? We uh, we think <laughs> with about 98.5% certainty that it's yeah. going to be Walnut Hill in 75. Uh, oh, wow. Just inside, the, just inside the loop, North Dallas. Oh, so you can be cool? You can be inside the loop? <laughs> it's, not, the it's, it's about the alcohol zoning laws, honestly. Really? Yeah. Yep. Because if you're in certain places, right, you have to sell 51% food. We're in a place where you don't have to do that. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so you can do just coffee and beer. Yeah. With are are you gonna have food as well? We we will. I mean, like any good coffee shop, we're gonna have some some delicious pastries from local bakeries. Nice. And we're also gonna do some house made panini sandwiches. We actually Ooh. visited this really cool uh, place in Denver. You've been to? Have you been to Denver in the last few years? Oh, uh, it's been three years. Three since years since I've been there. So yeah. Did you ever go to Crooked Stave? 
in the source? I did not get to go to Crooked Stave. There's a little sandwich yeah, shop slash grocery store. They sell like chocolates and cheeses and charcuterie. Mm-hmm. And they make the best panini sandwiches. Uh, it's called Mondo Market. So okay. that's where the inspiration comes so from. So good. So shout out to Mondo Market. Shout out What's to up? Mondo Market. <laughs> nice. You must go there if you're in Denver. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that's what what you guys are going for on the the warm offerings. Yes. Right on. Right on. Yep. Well, or I guess and coffee. Yeah. Those yeah, are both yeah. the hot offerings. Right. Yeah. Um, what can we expect? Like, what kind of coffee are we looking at? How many beers are we looking at? What kind of beers are we looking sure. at? Sure. 30 taps is the plan. Whew, okay. uh, you know, I, uh, I think a lot of people uh, have different ideas on what a beer program should be. I just like to serve the best beer, you know, whether that be local or from America or from Belgium or Germany or wherever it is. We want to serve the best beer we can get. And we'd, we'd like to have a pretty unique beer program where you're going to see things you're not going to see at every bar. Right on. And part of that is just because of the, you know, what we've been doing. You know, I've been talking with distributors and, you know, I, I think we're going to be able to get some pretty unique stuff on tap. And uh, we're going to have a pretty neat growler filling machine that nobody in Texas has. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So yes. we're going to see some <laughs> unique growler filling machines? Yes. So you guys can even get growlers filled. Yeah. Oh, yep. I love this. Yeah. This is awesome. So wait, I can come in. I can at w- a when you get it open. Like we're talking early morning. Seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! So I can yeah. come in and get my coffee. Yep. Yes. Get my growler filled. Yes. Get something to eat. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> duck out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then at spurt. three o'clock, come in, get a beer mm-hmm. with a shot of espresso in it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and wake back up again. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's your three o'clock snack attack. Nice. And then at night, while the government may prevent you from having caffeine in your alcoholic beverages, they can't prevent you from combining the two in our place. Nice. Yes. So you, you <laughs> I would get a pint glass and a shot and just. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can I just drop it in and? Can you think of? I mean, there's going to be so many cool combos that you can make between, like cold brew and espresso, and then beer. Just putting them all together. I'd I kind of like problems. the idea. Do you know the the new Northeast? IPA style, hazy mm-hmm. IPA. Oh yeah, this very citrusy, low bitterness, hazy. Very citrusy. Yeah. Uh oh, did we lose? Oh no, we're still talking though. So that's it's going. so dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the idea of putting uh, a shot of espresso in kind of a, a citrusy, lightly bitter beer. I think it would be really good. I want to try this. You think or you know? I think. I feel that like. This needs to be practiced. I know you guys have been testing out coffee. Yes. yes. Why has this not happened yet? That's a good question. Uh huh. Uh huh. We were trying For to perfect shame. the For shame. perfect. We're trying to perfect. Yeah, that's no, the word, right? Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> um, the espresso pool, and since uh, Chad's been a coffee school and knows a little bit now about the local <laughs> roasteries. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get back to this. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Um, now that we are friends with local roasteries now, because the breweries weren't enough, um, we found some good stuff, and now we'll be able to do the combo styles. That's going to be good. Yeah, call me on that. Okay. I'm all about this. Call me. Okay. <laughs> coffee? Like, roastery school? Like uh, So school? I went what? to a thing called Texas Coffee School. It's in Arlington. Okay. They teach you how to own and operate a coffee business. All the way from the business side of things to operating. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So day-to-day. Yep. yep. That is absolutely wild. Yeah. Do you feel like you are 
the Cicerone of the coffee world <laughs> now? They have a thing called a Q grader, which I'm not. But that allow that's basically kind of the equivalent in okay. the coffee world. And like, those are guys that will go and grade the coffee and figure it out, like, oh, this is an 80 point or this is an 85 point or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So there is such a thing. That's crazy. But, but you but feel you're that. on the way at least? I'm not. I don't have any aspirations of being a Q grader. There's other people out in the world that do that really well. Mm-hmm. I just want to serve it to people. Fair enough. Yeah. I know this tastes good. I know this tastes good. Yeah. Let's do this. That's right. Right on. Right on. Man, I'm super psyched about this. Thanks. So and are we. <laughs> yeah. About ready? <laughs> yeah. It's two years yeah. Two years in planning. Yeah. Golly. Let's get this going. What? So what's our timeline right now? Uh, I mean, like hopefully before Big Texas Beer Fest weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not oh, just absolutely swamped in the middle of both these things? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But um, Early 2018, we think. Okay. Yeah. This is awesome. Like, we're talking dead of winter. Uh, Maybe. That would yeah, be I awesome. Guess. I guess so. I'm in the construction industry, and we don't talk dates because <laughs> nice. they always change. They do. You know Fair that. Enough. They always Fair enough. change. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, hey, my patio has been coming for what? Coming soon. Two years now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally understand that. I yeah. totally understand that. So hopefully in 2018... At some point before summer, yes, uh, definitely before April, we might see this thing open up down That's at Dallas. That's the plan. All right, cool. That is the plan. So we've got to come down and come party. Yeah. yeah. Cause a ruckus. <laughs> a coffee and beer ruckus. A coffee and beer ruckus? That like is the tagline. Yeah. Wait, so are you hoping people are going to drink a little bit, but be caffeinated enough to just go wild? Is that what's going on? Well, I mean, you, you do what you feel like. Nice. It's a place to do what you feel like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are my two favorite beverages. I'm gonna kick in the door and start dancing. That's what's <laughs> do gonna <it>. end up happening. <laughs> Just do it. Do what you feel like. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I love it so much. And civil poor. Mm-hmm. All right. This is awesome. Thanks. This is absolutely oh, and awesome. I didn't mention this, but uh, it'll be a full coffee program with a rotating line of different coffees. When you come in, if you want to get a one of four different coffees, we'll have a different menu all the time that's constantly changing okay yeah so meeting all these roasters this is giving you multiple options yep. you're going to work with each of these people yeah we'll probably have one house roaster uh, we have a pretty good idea who that probably is yeah and then uh, we'll be rotating stuff in and out between local and some of the better you know producers across the u.s oh i'm so yeah. excited but like can this. you see like how many similarities there are between coffee and beer even just talking about it like you could like interchange the words and they would even it would be You'd the same know. story, right? So you're seeing a lot of these the same artisan people and the same entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. In yeah. roasting, there's probably five thousand uh, roasteries that have started in the last, uh, let's just say, ten years or something like that. Gosh. Much like there are five thousand plus breweries in the U.S. That now sprung up. Yeah, yeah. and the, most of them, like craft brewers, are very small. You know, they serve really a neighborhood, or or maybe they've got a special product that only goes out to you know 100 people. Because mm-hmm. there's like certain coffee beans you can only get a, a tiny amount of it, and they'll make a special lot. So it very much has the same limitations that craft beer does. Sure, right yeah. on, yeah. right on. And so you've got certain people you really want to work with, and then there's some larger people nationally. Right. What uh, do we want to talk about? Any of the local people right now? We can, sure. Yeah, let's. I'm fine with that if you are. Yeah, so uh, I we <laughs> we actually went to this thing called Dallas Coffee Day back in October last year, and I think uh, my personal favorite 
local roaster that's kind of doing things in a different or unique way is novel. Those guys, they just, they're, there's two kinds of coffee, right? There's, there's well, there's more than that, but let's just say for our purposes, there are two, there are two kinds of good coffee. There's, kind, there's the kind of coffee where you roast it, and you make a dark roast, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of stuff you're going to see at Starbucks. And then there's these coffee roasters that are making a light to medium blends. And you're getting a lot of these other flavors in coffee you don't typically find, like blueberry and fruit flavors and citrus and vanilla and lavender. And these things all naturally occur in the plant. So Mm -hmm. if you lightly roast it, you allow those flavors to stay there without over-roasting it and roasting it out. And Novels does a great job of that. They are a very light, on the lighter side of things, so you can get some of those unique flavors out of the coffee bean. It doesn't mean the coffee is any less strong. I think there's probably this misconception that... You know, dark coffee is the strong heavier the roast. Mm. Yeah, it has more caffeine, but that's just not the case. Um, I just argue it's more of a tea-like beverage that's more interesting to drink. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. novel. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. novel's great. Uh, noble Watch Coyote. Watch out for those guys. We love Noble Coyote. Those guys have been at Big Texas Beer Fest every year for many years. They're one of our other favorite local right roasters. On. And uh, actually, right here in Denton, uh, West Oak. Really? Love those guys. You like these guys? I do. They're so good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to Denton. Yeah. Hey, what's up, a, guys? They make a Yurga Chefe. That's like one of my favorite. Yurga Chefe. Yeah, it's Ethiopian. Okay. There Bless we go. you. This, <laughs> <laughs> this, how little I know about coffee at this point, right? Are we? Oh, there's oh, folks sorry. outside. We have some yeah. No, it's all good. You gotta wave. <laughs> you gotta say hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, you guys, if you want to come down here, there's beer flowing uh, we're in the welcome center. There are people waving. Yes, both inside and outside. Um, and then I guess we're gonna head back to the monk in a little bit. Yes, yeah. for a little bit of after party. Come to the bearded monk. Drink yeah. some beer with us. Let's do it. Drink yeah. with them. Yeah, drink with them. <laughs> All of us. This is where the party is. I am. I'm, I'm a fixture. I'm like a light post in the corner at this point. <laughs> you know, you're the thing um, that people hang their coat on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just gotta stand there like that. Yes. Um. And then I think, um, what else do we have going on? So we were, we're going to talk about the drink? state of the industry. State of the beer industry. <gasps> oh. Do we have time for that? Yeah. How are we doing on time? We doing good? Yeah, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got free range. We make our okay. own rules in Denton. Yes, I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. Um, where do you think we're headed? Well. What, where know, are we at right now? The news came out yesterday that a small. You can say you can say the names. It's okay. And I, I, I will. I'm getting there. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm just trying to give some context for those who may not be as familiar. Uh, this small brewery out of Florida called Funky Buddha just sold to uh, Constellation Brands, which owns, um, gosh, they own Yellowtail. They own... Corona, right? Corona, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or did They bought Ballast Point as well. Yeah, they definitely bought Ballast Point. And, and I... I don't know if they own like the Corona Negro brands or if they're just own south of the border if they own the distribution rights. I'm not sure. But that's semantics. Yes. Sorry guys. Yeah. All right. Well so they anyway. they own, you know, beer, wine, and spirits. So they kind of are across all categories. But uh Funky Buddha was a kind of an odd choice I thought because uh, those guys are known for making some really eclectic stuff, like Mabel Bacon Coffee Porter mm-hmm. is one of the beers they hang their hat on that people Sweet just go crazy Sweet marshmallow for. yams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of acquisition, lots of mergers and acquisitions in the craft beer 
industry right now. And the Brewers Association, who's the trade organization that, you know, basically protects the small brewer, the small independent brewer, uh, they just came out with a new label for independent brands. So if you're independently owned and you make things in a traditional way and you're small, you can put this label on your beer that says, hey, this is a locally owned product. And you're going to start seeing that pop up more and more. It's basically an upside down beer bottle and it says independent on it, Brewers mm-hmm. Association. Independent craft. Yeah. Yeah. And the upside down bottle. Yep. Yeah, yep. So that label. And, uh, in fact, I just saw uh, Hot Fusion. All their cans just switched over. Oh, they have oh, it on nice. there? Yeah. yeah. They did a great job That's throwing cool. that in real fast. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see more of that. Yeah. You know, so I was. Anyway. we were at your bar right before we came here and there was a guy who said, I won't buy a particular product because they're not independent anymore. Hmm. Yep. Which I thought, you know, there are people that do that. There are people that just draw a line in the sand. They only want to buy independent stuff. So uh, I think independence definitely matters. You know, it's important. Right on. Right on, right on. Yeah, and we'll see how the market shakes out. Because I think we do still, we really are. What are we up to? 4,700 craft breweries right oh, now? Oh, it's like 5,500. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah. All right, my numbers are way off then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you went to sleep last night and you woke up and we're at <laughs> oh, all of a sudden. The ticker insane. kept going <laughs> yeah, at that yeah. point, right? Um, but yet, so we've got so many little guys, but I the majority of beer sold is still Budweiser and Miller Coors, or the new Budweiser Miller Coors company. Sure. Yeah. So I think that's really important to make that distinction. Yeah. That, hey, this is the big guys. And this is everybody else, yeah, all these small entrepreneurs. They only have 12% of the market, which is very small. So the other 88% is controlled by, uh, you know, larger interests. Yeah. Big, so, big company. Yeah. Still quite a bit. So where do you think we're headed after this? Um, I think some of the bigger players are going to start figuring out. Because they just came out with some other stats that said, the growth in, in, in the category is they separate it out by, like, these are the really small guys, and they're growing. And these are sort of the, the small, medium guys, and they're growing. And then the medium guys, they're growing a little bit. And then the big guys are growing. They're not. They're, like, sort of receding a little bit. So the small, independent brands that are really small, like the guys here in Denton, they're growing. Their businesses are thriving. So I think you're going to start seeing some of these bigger breweries either decide to exit the market and sell or um, just be happy where they're at. But Hmm. the industry itself is still growing, but it's happening at the smaller level, at the smaller end of the scale. So it's starting to slow down on the the really high end. Yeah. Or the high end of sales anyway. But these guys are all catching up to that level. But like let's just say Sam Adams decides – you know, I, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to sell out to a private equity firm or we're going to sell out to another, you know, big, you know, umbrella. Well, Sam Adams is 1% of that 12%. So all of a sudden, craft beer is 8% smaller than it was the day before. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's so, absolutely wild. So I think there's going to be some more acquisitions that are going to happen. And um, we'll see what, how consumers respond. I don't, I don't yeah. have the answers. It's a double-edged sword because, you know... Uh, when you're friends with the breweries, you get excited that they get acquired because that means that, you know. Life just got easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. But then you're also like, oh, you were so small. I knew you were when you were, you know, just passing out coasters at Big Texas <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but anyways, so, yeah, it's it's definitely a double-edged sword. But Oh, boy. And we'll yeah. watch it go. Well, um, Dick Canwell, 
uh, he's talking about coming back into the market now, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. So that those, was just for those announced. who may or may not know, that, Dick oh. Cantwell was the yeah, uh, brewer brewmaster for Elysian, which sold to Anheuser Busch InBev um, maybe a year ago at this point, and he immediately mm. left the company. That was that was two Super Bowls ago. That was two Super Bowls because <laughs> I think I market I market by Anheuser Busch's commercials uh. during Super Bowl because that was the year they bought them and then started trash talking all the people that drank their beers. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a big hullabaloo. There was a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they started buying the exact people that they were making fun of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's coming because he didn't want to sell. No. And now he is coming. He, They moved him into Anheuser-Busch, like, craft acquisitions, and he dropped off after, like, 30 days. Yeah. And now he's back in the market. He's looking at buying another guy, right? Yeah. Yep. This is awesome. Yeah. So there's still this the craft spirit, the entrepreneurial spirit is still there. Very obviously, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you know, guys like Dick Cantwell uh, are still very passionate about being part of a small thing. I think once you get part of, you know, become part of craft beer, you you never really leave it. And I think that's true both on the beer side and the consumer side. If I'm a consumer and I start figuring out like, man, this is really good beer. You don't decide one day, man, you know what? I just had enough of this. I'm just going to start drinking Budweiser again. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. <laughs> so uh, I think the same is true on the on the business side. Most of these guys that I see, you know, sell their businesses end up, you know, out of that. They don't want to be part of the big corporate machine. And, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe a few of those guys are okay with it, but it's just not where you came from. Right, right? on. Right on, right on. Well, awesome, guys. Man, we hit. Okay, we talked about Beer Fest. Yeah. We talked about coffee and beer. Yeah. And we talked about the State of the Union of beer. <laughs> we did. We nailed this. Absolutely. Man, thank you all for coming in so much. Thanks, Ben. Thank so you for much. having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And anytime. We're anytime. mostly excited about going back to your place. You want to go do some drinking? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> we'll, we're we're going to go do some drinking after this. Yes. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think of what's going on. So tonight we've got uh, cosplay. It's the the author of Cosplay Unmasked is it's doing not, Nerd Night right now. I know that word sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's not. And costumes. you guys costumes. clearly are not dressed up. <laughs> you are not superheroes at this point. Chad's yeah. about to get into an evening gown, though. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> Chun Li out. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is gonna he be knows so what great. I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so that's going on tonight with Nerd Night of Denton, uh, and then tomorrow is Barbecue Beats and Brews. For served in, so that's going to be what is that? Four bands, four DJs, a bunch of amazing uh, barbecue pitmasters. Where is this? At the Bearded Monk. At the Bearded this Monk. This is the party tomorrow. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a bunch of bands, bunch of barbecue, and we're going to be raising money for served in parking lot with, with Denton the- County Brewing Company. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be in between Bearded Monk and Denton County Brewing Company. Very cool. Yeah. On your patio. Yep. That's it exactly. Nice. Yeah. We're going to be drinking beer. That was Eating a joke, barbecue. <laughs> Man, I'm up. Oh, <laughs> let's make this comment. I'm up for uh, three things in best of Denton County. Oh, good. Bar staff, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which we won last year because we have some of the best bartenders absolutely. ever. I absolutely love them. Uh, we're up for craft beer selection. So Duh. a thousand bottles, 21 taps, all weird craft beer. Okay, yep. cool. We're up for best patio in Denton County. You're up for best patio. That's right. Vote for the Bearded Monk. 
I best mean, bar staff, craft beer selection, and best bar patio. Are they including the in east side County. patio as yours? <laughs> I guess. Is that what's happening? I guess. I, I can think of some patio. really good patios in the area, but apparently everybody loves our patio. <laughs> I love yes. that. So go vote. The best of Denton County. I think we've got like a week left. You can vote for us. Please vote for all categories for Bearded Monk. <laughs> there you go. Yes. That's it. That is it. Well, all right. Let's go back and do some drinking, huh? Yeah. Cheers, cheers. cheers all right. Cheers. Bye, cheers, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Boom. Oh. Well, thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out DentonRadio.com for new Denton artists and where they're playing next. While you're surfing the internet, make sure you check out our friends Classic of Denton at ClassicofDenton.com.